Google searches for cottage cheese went up like 20% in this last year because people are talking about how much protein cottage cheese has. Oh, so. yeah. Cottage cheese is like super hot right now. <laughs> like cottage it's, cheese. It's like, remember how feta was so popular that it like got wiped out in all of the stores? Maybe. Cottage I, cheese is now like super, super sexy. Cottage cheese is super sexy. Super sexy. Because it's high protein. It's readily available, and you can combine it with a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I get it's it. It's been there, and but it's been like, it's been like the redheaded stepchild of the dairy world for ages now, dude. I, and I'm like, I like, I like it. I, I always like have. It. I never stopped having it. I know. So you now was. it's just hilarious. Now you got to fight people for your cottage cheese. Apparently, look for. I'm like, I seriously, I'm waiting for the day. Where I go to like buy some, and it's just wiped out. Because <laughs> there's just every everywhere I look, cottage cheese, cottage cheese, cottage wow. cheese. Wow, that's the first thing. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We have a introspective episode about some wellness trends that are becoming extremely popular in 2023, um, and we're actually going to kind of check them against some of the wellness predictions that we had at the end of 2021. Oh, 22. Sorry, 22. I was going way back, too far back in time. So um, we're going to share that with you t- on today's episode, but before we get into that, Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. We're over 380 episodes in to the ATF podcast, and I, I didn't have anybody reach out to us this week to say if they listened to all the podcasts. So that challenge is still out there. If there's anybody out mm-hmm. uh, there in the uh, in the universe that has listened to all 380 podcasts, Addicted to Fitness podcast, please let us know. We will give you a big shout out uh, on the podcast and. Uh, uh, Sing, you know, maybe uh, sing your praises for years to come, I should say. <laughs> um, so, uh, you guys, uh, what you can do if you not just listen to our episodes, you can give us a rating review in Apple Podcasts or your preferred pa- podcast apps. I believe they do rating reviews on Spotify. So, if you listen through to us through there, Please make sure that you give us a rating review. Let us know what you think. And last but not least, give us a follow on Instagram at the ATF Podcast. So if you're a new listener this week, you will know, or you will know, you wouldn't know that we're going about to go into our training recaps for the week. Mm-hmm. Would you like to share your training recap? I feel like you were more active than me this week. Uh, I wasn't actually, no? but... I came off a really high bar last week. Six oh, days. Oh, that's true. This week uh, came back down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Came back down. Um, little thing called a hurricane oh, disrupted that's right. a couple days of probably what could have been um, just due to terrible night sleeps, uh, whether it was. The pets or Ella or me just having really bad nights of sleep so that I woke up in the morning just unable to really function (laughs) and needing a little bit more of a lie-in. So 
I got three days of workouts in, um, and I actually have been tracking them better because I couldn't, I've been like, oh man, I don't even know what I did. So this week I did a bit of spinning and I did three of my P-Volve workouts. Mm -hmm. So got in some strength, was feeling feeling a little sore for a couple days. Not even so much sore, but just like my muscles were exhausted. Um, so I kind of did like an every other day workout is what it, it worked out to be. Uh, gotcha. Worked out for my workouts. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I will say, I mean, if you could count like two and a half hours of gardening, yeah. wrestling with plants, then that, that would be another workout. Right. And that would mean, you know, pretty solid week. Yeah. Most of Sounds like it. Like I said, it was definitely more active than me. I think I went to jujitsu once this week. I think that's right. Once or twice. I can't remember. But uh, other than that, I didn't do any lifting or anything like that. Maybe some, definitely some much needed stretching, but I kind of took a, took a, uh, not a vacation week, but took it easy this past week uh, after my uh, tournament. So I wanted to make sure that I got a little bit of extra rest and recover this week, but I'm ready to get back to it this coming week. Um, I'm very excited to, uh, uh, get some uh, some good workouts in. So, nice. um, yeah. Now, uh, I was trying to say I really want to get back to the Peloton. I haven't been on the Peloton in a while, so it's I definitely lovely. have to uh, get some uh, get up a little earlier so I can get on there. I have officially uh, moved all my morning workouts except for tomorrow. Tomorrow's a holiday, so um, more pretty much all my morning workouts are going to be at five thirty a.m. from now going forward. So uh, I think we discovered that we uh, we uh, uh, getting Ella up at six thirty is a must every day, or at least yeah. starting that process yeah. is a must. So uh, me doing workouts, you know, finishing workouts not finishing workouts till 7 a.m. is not doable anymore. I don't think that helps us get our uh, goal of getting out the door on time. So I think uh, my clients get the benefit of waking up a little bit earlier for yeah. my workouts. So, so that means I got to get up a little earlier if I want to get some workouts in before their workouts. So fun stuff. All right. So speaking of workouts, maybe that will be in the, the trends to watch uh, halfway through 2023. Well, uh, Shannon found a good article on, uh, I believe it's New York Times. Yep. The New York Times. Yeah. So it was the New York Times and they were talking about wellness trends that are, uh, uh, worth watching in 2023. So they had five, uh, wellness trends in there. And, uh, we actually do a basically wellness trend prediction every year. We do it at the end of the year. Uh, we've been doing that for the last several years and, it's always interesting to see these. I know it's only halfway through the year, but to see if we had anything on our list that kind of coincides with this list. So the first thing that they had on their list was uh, centered around weight loss drugs, more specifically Ozempic. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something that we haven't really talked about too much on this podcast, This or so far on the podcast. Um, basically a 
it started as a diabetes drug, but they discovered that it was uh, had some really uh, a beneficial side effect of weight loss. Um, now, there are also other side effects associated with it, depending on who you ask or if they're extreme cases or not. But they talk about like malnutrition. Um, they said facial aging is one of the side effects. Um, and then some other, uh, uh, you know, uh, more associated with prescription side effects. So, But they said, I've heard from multiple sources that it is definitely effective when it comes to weight loss, you know. Um, I think it's interesting because I talk about it in this article and I've heard multiple people tell about it really affects, um, I think, people's mental attitude or mental approach to food. Yeah. Um, it kind of changes that. It seems to change the brain chemistry associated with how people see food. And I, I think people who are, and not everybody, but I think like people who maybe are obese have a certain uh, use for food besides just, you know, as fuel. You know, I'm sure and a lot of people use fu- fu- uh, food as uh, kind of like an emotional blanket, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think um, this, uh, this, this, it seems that this medication is actually causing uh, people to kind of, you know, not to, to, I what I like the, there's a phrase they use. What was it? Let me see. Mm. I think it's like the the emotional connection or like the association of it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So they say that's what's a bit. They said the users have described their food noise, the incessant spiraling thoughts about eating, shutting off when using Ozempic. So that's kind of an interesting. I I don't know if they would call it, that was the direct. Uh, thought behind this medication but that's definitely an interesting way of uh basically approaching weight loss is really trying to you know reframe or kind of i guess uh, redefine what food does for you in your life you know because i think i think we've talked about it before it can be very um you know it, it serves as almost like a uh, uh people talk about emotional emotional eating but it also like it um soothes people in a certain way you know mm-hmm. so i think this drug is actually kind of helping people address that um but sadly with like most uh prescriptions um uh they definitely does there has been some side effects uh, including malnutrition so apparently people becoming too i guess turned off by food um for lack of better terms so what they are talking about this trend not only is Ozempic the age of Ozempic, but there are other weight loss medications out there that are similar to Ozempic that are now becoming available for people. Yeah. So you know, I guess the the trends of the stomach staple milling and the bariatric surgery is be kind of seeming to uh, get surpassed by these medications. Which, because I mean, I guess a medication would be considered much less invasive than weight loss surgery. So the next trend that they talked about, now I will say we don't, I don't think we put weight loss medication in our predictions for 2022. But I've actually like heard some people who either know people that have taken that or have considered taking it themselves. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's really reached 
a wide range of people at this point. Absolutely. I've heard a, pub, a couple of people talk about it in the gym and whatnot. So, and somebody asked me, actually, um, my friend Steve asked me if I had any clients on Ozempic. So, um, I don't believe I've had any yet. So, um, I, that, that might be a story for another a topic for another future podcast. So, number two, we did have this one on the wellness trend predictions. Uh, it's talking about saunas. The popularity of saunas is yes. going up. So, yes, we did talk about that. We put that in our prediction at the beginning of this year or end of last year, I should say. And it's uh, the New York Times agrees that people are really trying to uh, are seek out saunas. And, I mean, we we have a place here local in Tampa, Florida, that basically they brought in a Nordic sauna and it got so popular that they had to create, they had to get their another one. They had to get all these cold plunge tubs. And they, from what I hear, there's another basically uh, a uh, location by my gym that used to be another gym that they got mm. bought up and they're going to turn into just a recovery studio, including with more saunas and cold plunges. So. Yum. Um, now, obviously, the the New York Times only just talked about uh, uh, saunas filling up. They didn't mention too much about cold plunge therapy, but I got a feeling that's going to be coming soon, too, because I think that's becoming yeah. much more popular. Comes in waves, you know. Mm-hmm. So their third wellness trend that they talked about is there's a supplement for that. And, you know, we were talking about uh, one of the predictions, I think – I don't know if it was you or me who talked about psychedelic medication. Yep. So, and yeah, that's not, it's not exactly in the same realm as supplements, but they talk about in the article about how the wide, wide, wide range of supplements that are available and being promoted nowadays is becoming um, just uh, profound, for lack of better words. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about it actually uh, an Ayurvedic supplement. They called it, um, I want to need your help with it, ashwagandha. 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 Isn't that where they have that, what's that movie, Avatar? Isn't that the place they go in Avatar? No. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Um, But yes, so they, they basically, they're just talking about how there are so many supplements out nowadays, and they're right. And uh, they they call it, they don't call it, it's a multi-billion dollar industry um, that seems that they can cure anything from stress to sleep to um, muscle mass, everything that everything under the sun. Um, basically, there's a supplement out there for it, and it's interesting because I think there's definitely you got to definitely do your due diligence when it comes to supplements oh out there. Oh my gosh, there are so much trash out yeah. there. Um, I think the majority <laughs> of it is garbage. There is the majority of, the gar- of it is garbage. So, and I think there, I mean, I actually have had heard some positive things about ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. Nice. Um, so, but um, there's a whole, there's a probably, there's the, the list of not necessary supplements is a lot longer than necessary supplements. And, you know, if you, this is a big if, but if you do eat a, you know, a healthy diet and a complete diet full of fruits and vegetables and um, lean proteins and all the other things that go with that, healthy fats and omega fatty acids, you typically don't need supplements. But 
I think there is that's a big a hard thing to achieve for most people. So I think supplementation is beneficial, but you also have to do be very diligent about making sure you get stuff that is necessary for you, just not taking it because a commercial tells you to take it. I will say like some of the people who I know who are more health focused. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this as well, like just the overuse of of supplements, mm-hmm. supplement everything. Right. And it really like, like people will say, well, well, what supplements do you think I should take? Or what supplements do you like? And I'm like, it doesn't matter what I like. It matters what you need. Yeah. And, you know, people nowadays, they can try all these different subscriptions so easily that I feel like we've gotten into like this uh, supplement addiction where we're being told we need a supplement for every freaking thing in our life. Yeah. And, you know, the people who are just, you know, yeah, I want to be healthier. I want to do that. I got to do that. And it's just like, like I was talking to one friend and she's like, yeah, she's like, let me know whatever supplements you think I should be on. And I'm like, I I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea. And she's like, yeah, I'm trying to like, you know, repair my gut and trying to balance my hormones, trying to clear my skin. And it's just like, you know, this laundry list. And I was like, oh, I'm like, I don't even know where to start. Like it's, there's just so much and supplements are not, they're not a pill. It's not like a medication where you take this medication and it's going to fix everything for you. And that's the biggest thing to understand. And also understand that supplements need to be like supported by an appropriate lifestyle as well. So if you think that your supplements are going to like counteract or balance bad lifestyle choices, no, they're not. Mm -hmm. So I think that there's just a lot of marketing hoo-ha out there but i think it's really brainwashing a lot of people who have now just become addicted to supplements yeah and it's like people ask what i'm do you get people asking you what you take i get people asking me what i take and i'm like i take a multivitamin and i take a pre-probiotic and you know Everything else I take when needed. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'll probably take zinc most days. I'll probably use collagen most days. But like everything else, it's as needed. Right. So I don't know. It's it's something I've definitely shown up on my radar a lot this year, though. I agree. And and like I said, you gotta you really. You could buy everything and waste a ton of money and buy everything under the sun, and especially everything that's advertised and, you know, they talk about maybe a trait that you have or something you're experiencing. You're like, oh, that's how it's going to work for me. But you really got to do your own due diligence and, you know, go get blood work done, see what you need, talk to your primary care physician, see what they say, obviously see what your blood work says. And then, I mean, just realize that, like Shannon said, it's not going to replace a healthy lifestyle. It, it, one pill is not going to fix it. Like this isn't the magic bullet. No, there is no bad, magic bullet. I think that's the real lesson: is that you got to have 
the lifestyle, and then maybe supplements can help get a little bit, give you a little something extra. But you really got to make sure that, you know, it's appropriate for you. All right. So one of the last wellness trends they uh, spoke about in this article was, I had it in my brain. So this is interesting. And I know actually there's two more, sorry. This is one's interesting. And I know Shannon and I have no experience with this and, you know, being together for the last 12 years, um, 11 years, no, 12 <laughs> years. Um, <laughs> apparently on dating is starting to take, uh, more, I mean, obviously they, it's interesting cause they, it's hard for me to describe this. Um, they talk about dating websites, but they also talking about how potential basically relationships are starting to be more formed on, um, past i guess trauma like people are starting to bond over trauma they call it let's see what they call it trauma bonds over espresso martinis people complain about gaslighting and love bombing daters claim to form trauma bonds over espresso martinis so apparently uh, hinge feed features people talking about their therapist psychological buzzwords have entered the world of dating Oh, yeah, that I have heard. I've read some other articles on that, actually. Like, everybody's now, like, super familiar with boundaries and, you know, like, there's all these things that really have been more kind of what you would call, like, therapist talk is now just part of the mainstream because everybody's talking about kind of more about their mental health. Right. And, you know, like... I've actually seen shadow in terms of like shadow work come up in more mainstream publications. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that is not something I would have expected to be What's coming. shadow work? Shadow work is, is like repairing and, and experiencing past traumas, like uh -huh. all those repressed things, allowing you to dig them up process them and release them it's it's really difficult work it is a lot like a lot of that work you actually you know with the right therapist you can do in therapy mm -hmm. you know it's really it's like unpacking the things in your subconscious and your in your mind body that you just have not wanted to examine and it is it's it's looking at them and sitting with them and kind of working through them where you didn't in the past, where mm. it's kind of become like this traumatic, toxic buildup. And that's responsible for a lot of the like triggers and, you know, our, our conditioning and reactions to things is because we're usually trying to navigate around all that stuff. So that's becoming more appealing to potential suitors. Apparently, so this is on like websites. this conversation of like, yeah, what people kind of are coping with and what they're going through. Now people are using like all this therapy jargon and, and they're talking about that and they're, they're being, they're bonding over shared experiences. I mean, it's still bonding over shared experiences, but it's doing it with kind of some surprising things. That sounds 
interesting. Like I said, I don't necessarily, it doesn't sound bad necessarily, but I, when it comes to me, I don't know, like on, on dating websites. I don't know about the, like, yeah. dating portion, like how, how I don't is that recommend attractive? somebody. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I still wouldn't recommend somebody, like, put that out there as, like, your leading flag for a suitor. Not that, yeah, like I said, it's, it's hard to think, cause not making it sound like people shouldn't be attracted to that, but it, it's also thing is how are, are people attracted to that? You know, yeah. it's, it's seeing something that's very complicated, not that not everybody, everybody has those things, and um, after being with somebody, you experience those things, and you do try to help them if you really truly care for them, but it's hard It's interesting to me that somehow people are leading with that and attracting people that way. It's very yeah, that sign of the times. A little bit surprising, for sure. So yeah, so that's a trend that we gotta keep an eye on. I mean, I'm not gonna be not really needing to pay attention to that for dating websites, and but maybe one day Ella will have to look at a dating website. Oh Oh my god, I hope not. It's all going to be just uh, Neuralink by then, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Someone I talked to recently said, like, I deleted all of my dating apps because it was taking, like, 10 hours a week. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That's, like, you Did could, they actually you go out on do... any dates in that time? Well, they said they were not meeting anybody of real interest, but they were spending, like, 10 hours on these Jeez. different apps. And I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds like so much work. That is a lot. Yeah, that does sound like a lot of work. All right, the last wellness trend that they were talking about is protein. Apparently, protein is everywhere. It's kind of interesting because they were talking about how uh, they say, uh, some dietitians say protein bars are only just glorified candy bars. And, I mean, we just talked about that. We did a test taste test of protein bars maybe a f- month or two ago. Yeah, um, and talked oof, about that was it. Rough. Yeah, these were like <laughs> they were they veget they weren't vegetarian, but they were some couple of them were, were vegan. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this the they say that the the need for protein is more prevalent than ever in kind of wellness trends and just you know, Protein bars being basically sold in everywhere, gas stations, you know, Walmart, and um, anywhere, the airport, uh, you know, airport, uh, what are those things called, where the magazines are, not Brooks Brothers. Uh, oh, like the newsstands? Yeah. Something, something news. I mean, they're, they're all like generic. Yeah, I thought they it's were like called newsstand. like. newsstand, like it's literally called like newsstand uh, in yeah. some places. Anyways, I'm, I'm losing. It's going out of my mind. It's funny. Something they said in that part. They were saying that um, apparently the 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 like Google searches for cottage cheese went up like twenty percent in this last year because people are talking about how much protein cottage cheese has. Oh so. yeah, cottage cheese is like super hot right now. <laughs> Like it's, it's like, remember how feta was so popular that it like got wiped out in all of the stores? Maybe. Cottage I, cheese is now like super, super sexy. Cottage cheese is super sexy. Super sexy. Because it's high protein and it's readily available and you can combine it with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I get it's it. It's been there, and but it's been like, it's been like the redheaded stepchild of the dairy world. 
ages now. Dude. I, and I'm like, I like I like it. I, I always like have. It. I never stopped having it. I know. So you now guys. it's just hilarious. Now you got to fight people for your cottage cheese. Apparently. Look for, I'm like, I seriously, I'm waiting for the day where I go to like buy some and it's just wiped out. Because <laughs> there's just every everywhere I look, cottage cheese, cottage cheese, wow. cottage cheese. That's the first I've heard of it. So Yeah. I mean, I know people are, I, I think prioritizing protein, prioritizing protein is a good idea. So, mm-hmm. um, But I didn't know cottage cheese was the, the latest craze. But yeah, so those are the wellness trends. We got a couple on our uh, predictions back six, seven months ago. So we're going to be doing that again at the end of this year, guys. So stay tuned for that, and we'll probably do a, a little... Um, I guess a, a review after the whole year is over to see what trends really stayed the course this for the rest of the year. So now we're going to jump into what's got us pumped. Do you have anything that's got you pumped for this week? I do. Mm-hmm. And that is some new tea. Mm, that's right. You do so, get some new stuff in. Yeah. So I, I, Gave in to a tea brand that's been following me around the internet. I don't know exactly how, but it's just been popping up everywhere. And I was looking at it, and I like tea. Like, I know some people say, oh, sure, I like tea. But, like, they like sweet tea or, you know, I like herbal teas. I like black teas. I like, um, you know, green teas. I've, I used to drink green tea just as green tea. I'm also, like, not a heavy sweetener of teas. I genuinely like tea. I know mm-hmm. it's people are like it tastes like soggy bark, some people. I just like tea. Um, I've been, like, one of the things I'm happy about is that I've been getting Ella interested in teas. And I kind of want to continue her and my education. And I've been a lot more interesting, interested in these tea blends, especially those that are using adaptogens um, and other kind of, you know, plants in their teas. Mm-hmm. And I found this one brand um, and they have a really strong... I would say they have a very strong Instagram game because that's where I did a good chunk of my research, I think. And yeah, the result was I ended up buying three bottles of tea from this company. They use these beautiful, like, violet, dark violet glass bottles for their tea mixes. So not only do you get a really kind of unique tea blend but it comes in this reusable glass bottle Mm. and i am a sucker for glass bottles because i'm like i can use them for everything (laughs) we have a whole we have a whole shelf of old like saved glass bottles from like spaghetti jars and and stuff so we can use jam jars and all these different things and i use them though you do I actually use them. It's not just me saying I like things and then not using them. But like my teas, I've struggled because I don't have a lot of space. And I just have this whole shelf of boxes that keep flying out of the cabinet. 
So all of these things completely suckered me in. Um, the brand is Club Magic Hour. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Magic Hour. Yeah, the 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 brand is called Magic Hour. The Instagram handles Club Magic Hour. They actually do have a tea subscription box um, that you can get a monthly jar mm-hmm. of this tea. They have a lot of teas. Um, everything from you know your more classic. They have a ceremonial grade matcha for people who are matcha fans. I made Nick's mom some matcha about a month ago, and I think she thinks I'm officially whacked. Mm-hmm. Like I just like drinking grass because she was not she was underwhelmed. Mm. Let's just say that. Um, but I just I really love how they're using all of these ingredients. And they're making it, like, a lot of their teas, they make into just beverages, like like celebrational beverages, kind of mm. like mocktails, you know? They're mixing it with other things to make these drinks. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's how you get the benefits of some of these teas. You can still get the benefits, but you can also enjoy a delicious drink or a latte or something like that. So I got, I started with their Bohemian Breakfast, which is a black tea blend. Um, And I've been, I've been contemplating cutting back my coffee because I feel like it's gotten to a point where it's like everyday habit and it's Mm -hmm. more habitual than it is actually beneficial. Like I'm not using it when I need it. I'm just drinking it because I'm now trained to drink it every day. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, at this point in my life, it's not doing me probably as many favors, especially with my digestion in the middle of summer. So I am playing with this Bohemian Breakfast, which is a lovely blend, surprising blend, something I never would have like put together myself. Um, And I really like it. And like, honestly... I feel just as, you know, awakened by it than I would like a cup of coffee. All right. So, but I don't get the coffee like heartburn later on in the day if it's like, you know, if I'm too hot or whatever. Like it's, I'm not getting that side effect from it. So it's good. Well, um, almost to in the same realm, I'm going to talk about my love for coffee because I had my first <laughs> pumpkin spice latte of the year today oh. at our favorite place, King State. It was delightful. Love it. And um, I really think I need to try my hand at uh, making my own pumpkin spice creamer. I here at the house, should. so yeah. we have our hoarded pile of uh, pumpkin puree. I saw a couple oh, of Instagram oh. reels that show how to make it using pumpkin puree, so I don't think it could be that difficult. So I, my, t- my two of my health coaching clients or well-being coaching clients, mm-hmm. uh, they are trying to make it 
It's it's like a thing. All right. This is going to be like the next wave. Oh, it's the new wellness trend. Hey, that's number making six. Making your own coffee creamers at home. I dig it. All right. Well, hopefully you guys dug this episode. Uh, if you guys have any wellness trends that maybe we or New York Times missed out on, please let us know by sending us a DM on the Instagram at the ATF Podcast. Don't forget to share the podcast with a friend. Give us a rating review. And you got anything else for him tonight? Nope. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.